This is The Bite, a Union Kitchen Food Founders mini-series. Hear from food entrepreneurs in Washington, D.C. about what led them to their career in food, business, and stories from launching to scaling their business. In this episode of The Bite, we talk with Regina Watson, founder of Farming Muse. After traveling all over the world, Regina fell in love with food and flavor and yearned to find a way to stay connected to the food industry during the COVID-19 pandemic. She developed five curated all-purpose seasoning blends that she hoped would help people maintain their love for cooking. Hello, how are you today? Hi, I'm excellent. Thank you so much for having me. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. How did you get into food? So I actually uh, have lived in three countries and have traveled to over 15. And Interesting already. So you don't need to, be, you don't need to worry about uh, keeping it short. So through exploring uh, culture and food in, in all of those uh, interesting places, I honestly just fell in love with food and flavor. Um, after which I had an opportunity to work in the restaurant industry and that just solidified my love for food and how food really brings people together. Years had passed by. I had a, I've always had a dream of wanting to open up a restaurant just based on the experiences that I've had. And COVID hit. During COVID, I actually uh, made a decision to go into the seasoning business because I felt that I could still be connected to the food industry even without having opening up a restaurant. And I was still able to kind of really be a catalyst for people to to cook, to still be together as much as they could, and still just like, just have that togetherness even during a trying time as COVID. That's interesting that you were, have been to so many different countries. Which um, ones in particular really um, made an impact on you? And like, how do we see that kind of fusion in your product? Yes, yeah, so I would say Spain definitely was, I mean, that was my first international experience. And I lived with a host family. Mm-hmm. And um, the first family I stayed with was, uh, they were vegetarian. So I was really fortunate to be able to explore the different types of Spanish cuisine from the lens of a vegetarian. And it fascinated me of like how simple the recipes were, but how much flavor there was in every bite. And it really showed me at that point that simple salt and pepper can do wonders. You sprinkle a little garlic and onion, oh man, you're, that's, that just catapults it to a whole nother level. Um, so really the simplicity in the cooking from the host families in Spain uh, left a really big impression on me. I actually also did a host family. I went to Russia. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, How was that? Well, you're interviewing me, sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. Um, but it was fun. Um, it, but yeah, the culture is very interesting there. Um, of course, it was, I was vegetarian at the time. I'm no longer. But it was somewhat of a challenge because Russia is just so meat heavy mm-hmm. in So, it, it is interesting just to see the ways different cultures approach food and how it, even though it is very different, it can be a unifying thing. Exactly. Yeah. So what can you tell us about uh, your product and what have you launched so far? Oh, wow. So I have been hard at work creating um, many different uh, curated 
blends, uh, seasoning blends. Um, right now I have five uh, and I have a few more in the works. So my seasoning blends are really an all-purpose seasoning. I want Farm and Muse seasonings to be the go-to seasoning for every household. And um, really just bringing some of those flavors, those simple flavors that I experienced in Spain and Turkey and in Brazil um, in my jars and providing that to, to customers um, around the world is, is like, that's just my dream. So I, in every jar, I want them in some way to be able to experience the great food and culture experiences that I have been fortunate to have. Are they um, like every different package uh, individual to a region? Are they fused together? Yeah, so right now I have, uh, they're all fused together, but the future plan would be to have some very specific, geographical specific blends that are really a tribute to the cultures that I've been able to experience. Yeah, I, I love uh, fusion food just because it is such one of those basic human experiences of that cultural exchange of food and then just mixing it and seeing something new creative it. Um, like there's a Tak Korean, which is like a fusion of taco and Korean food. Yes, I've had it. It's yeah, delicious. Yeah, it, it is. And, <laughs> Uh, to me, that's just kind of part of what it. Uh, one of the great things about America uh, yes. is being able to like be see all those cultures coming together. Yes. So it, it I, creates I, something new. Yeah, right? yeah, it like, really is. Yeah, fascinating and delicious. And delicious. <laughs> I certainly love eating my way around the world, and mm -hmm. I know there are so many other people out there who feel the same way. But really, it's just through Farm and Muse, just providing that opportunity for there to be exploration of different flavors right in the comfort of your home. Any funny mishaps uh, happen during the launch process that you'd like to share? Uh, mishaps, you know, I would say there have been times I've, I've put labels on jars upside down, <laughs> just in, you know, working long hours and um, keeping up with the, the, the production and, and really just doing that on my own. It has that, you know, it presents some, you know, time constraints here and there. I've also experienced UPS and FedEx delivery people commenting on how heavy my uh, shipments have been <laughs> because I get a lot of my products delivered to my home. So I can see them um, murmuring underneath their breath sometimes when they're coming to my house uh, to make a delivery. So outside of that, nothing, too funny uh, just a lot of hard work honestly yeah, logistics of it that's just yes <laughs> yeah logistics is one of those often overlooked things by yes. a lot of young entrepreneurs who they never think about they come here and they often think oh, all i have to do is cook and sell it's how it's hard so that can be and then it's like nope now you got to figure this out this out this out and yes. then you do and then there's another 20 some odd things like okay like for food trucks like okay you got the food trucks uh, how do you plan on paying for gas? Right. What, like, how do you find it? Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. There's so, there are probably a million and one moving parts that you have to manage and you have to figure out. And once you make that decision to start your own business, especially a food business, you're, you're faced with all, you know, million of them at the same time. So what's one brand you that you really admire? Was there any, um, when you were starting out or any time in the process, a brand you kind of just looked at and thought, I want to be like them? You know, it's really interesting. There are a lot of brands out there that I really I love and enjoy. 
Um, but actually, the business that I really love the most is not a food business. Um, it's Peloton. Oh, yeah. I, I've, I'm quite familiar with them. And yes. I think a lot of our listeners probably are. And, you know, it is so fascinating how they've been able to build a community around their brand. And that is the component that I would love to harness for Farming Muse to really just build that community, that loyal following. Um, some may say a cult following, but just a loyal following of people who trust the brand, trust all of the products, are willing to try new things, new new uh, offerings as they are launched and um, are advocates for the brand in every way. That is it's just such a beautiful thing to see. And uh, I, I certainly use them as a benchmark. Do you have any pieces of advice for young entrepreneurs looking to get in the food business? Uh, anything you have oh, to say to them? Oh man, there are so many things I could I could say, but really the most important thing is perseverance. And I say that because there are so many times when you don't see the outcome that you dreamt, uh, at least not right away. Um, there are times you get a lot of no's, a lot of rejection. Um, there are times when you could even apply for for funding and not get it. I mean, there there are just so many times where you can uh, it kind of knocks you down along your journey. But if you just stay consistent, like keep that vision in the forefront of what it is that you want to do, and no matter what roadblocks come your way or what how the winds turn, having an eye on your vision is is certainly going to keep you moving in the right direction. So perseverance, 100%. Well said. So what's next for you and Farm News? Oh man, so there are a lot of exciting things uh, coming up. First and foremost, I am creating some very new recipes and I am so excited to get those out to, the, to, to all of my uh, customers. In addition to that, I will be adding some equipment to my production. Um, which will uh, certainly help me get the seasonings out to, to homes as quickly as possible and into consumers' hands. And lastly, it's really just beefing up my marketing. I really want to continue to create this buzz about my company. My company is just turned one, so I'm still very new in this process. Um, so uh, I would love to uh, dedicate and be very, uh, just a little bit more intentional about how I'm approaching my marketing strategy to get other people excited just like I am. Thanks for listening to The Bite, a Union Kitchen Food Founders mini-series. If you liked today's episode, please rate, review, and subscribe to our show. We'll see you next time on Union Kitchen Food Founders.